Hello. Hello. Fancy seeing you here for episode seven of season one of the British English podcast. I feel like we've come a long way together. We're coming towards the end of season one. Can you believe it? This episode is a conversation between myself and my YouTube partner slash great friend Harry, and we go for a combo of culture and language. This podcast it does exactly what it says on the tin, and if you get that phrase, then I'm very impressed. It'll take a while to explain that one, so I'll save that one for the academy. But yes, we talk about the common idioms we use in our day-to-day lives that are based on a sport. That has had a huge impact on our culture and even cultures around the world, and of course the English language. It's a particularly funny one, so、um, please don't listen to this when maybe lifting weights, as that could cause serious injuries. I imagine, and if if you're on public transport, then get ready for some awkward glances as you're going to look like the nutter on the bus, laughing at nothing. Especially if you've got an inconspicuous, solitary AirPod tucked away in the ear that is、um, hidden from your fellow travellers, they're going to think you're crazy. But hold on, I, I think, yeah, I, I think I can tell there's someone here listening for their first time. I don't know who these people think they are. You know, coming in so late into the season, you're ruining it for everybody else. So just do us all a favour. And go to episode one of season one. Is where it all began. Is where we all started. So yes, that's where I'd like you to go. Thank you. Ah,、oh, sorry about that. Embarrassing to to get all strict like that in front of you, the the true British English podcast listener who started from the beginning of the season with me. So. Yes, here we are at the penultimate episode of season one. I've I've thoroughly enjoyed making it, and I hope you have enjoyed consuming it. Um, has it been a huge amount of work? Yes, way more work than I had ever anticipated. The academy content takes so much time, so much time to make, but I think it's worth it because it is incredibly valuable, and I'm getting amazing feedback from learners who are in there now, diving deep. Into the usage of the language I expose you to in these episodes with videos, quizzes, transcripts, and many more resources. So, yeah, do me a favor if you haven't gone to the website yet, thebritishenglishpodcast.com, and signed up for free to get a taster of the academy. Then please do. It's a it's a win win situation. You'll get a lot from it, and if you like it, then you have a whole season of academy content to enjoy for an affordable price. And also, I should say, this is a non sponsored podcast, and it's the only way we will get to see a season two. So yes, head over there, try the free sample, learn a lot, and then decide if you want to help make season two happen whilst getting access to the whole season one academy content. It's a no brainer, really is. But enough about the academy, and on with the show—the show that helps English learners around the world discover British culture along with useful language that natives are actually using day to day. With me, your host Charlie Baxter—that is Charlie, Charlie Baxter—that's how I say my name. As I said, we have an episode with Harry that was actually recorded back in late 2019, pre-COVID.、Oh. Those were the days, but it was during the Great Fires in Australia. Do you remember that? Do you remember that moment? 
I had students telling me to swiftly pack up my bags and leave the country because they thought I was going to burn to a crisp. Yes, gladly I can report that I, I did not and I live to tell the tale or, or at least edit and publish a, a tale that was recorded during that time. That doesn't work, does it? Noting down to remember to cut this part out. Yep. Okay, so I was saying, um, yeah, what are we waiting for, hey? Let's get on with the episode. Hello, Charlie. How are you doing over there in sunny and, well, sadly, burning Australia? How, how are things over there? It is hot. It is getting hot up in here. Yes. Yeah. It's heating up. It's you can heating say, up. couldn't you? Yes, it's heating up. Um, it's getting hot up in here. That was what I meant. It's getting hot up in here. There we go. Well, are you referencing the Nelly song? I am, yes. Yes. Am I not allowed Which... to now because of the whole you know, documentary that came out? That wasn't Nelly. That was R. Kelly. <laughs> don't don't start spreading rumors about nelly being a a sex offender He's i've stopped offender. i've stopped listening to to nelly <laughs> i'm never Is listening he to up in he's fine he's not a oh. he's not a pedophile or any kind of sex offender well to my knowledge you know don't don't quote me on that yeah he might he might be a sex offender oh. just waiting to come out right oh, okay my mistake. God, I've been, I've been listening to <laughs> R. Kelly nonstop. <laughs> but that song, though, getting hot. Do you want to just sing a little bit of that to introduce the episode? It's not very um, crickety, is it? It's not, and I also think it should be um, over to the person who can actually sing a little bit. So, mm. why don't why don't you give us a rendition? It's getting hot in here, so take off all your clothes. I am getting so hot, I'm gonna take my clothes off. Great song, but we're not here to talk about sex offenders or taking our clothes off. We're here to talk about a very British sport, and that is the sport of cricket. 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 Yes, cricket. Way. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so immediately I want to say, um, straight off the bat, I want to say that some people might think sports, I'm not very interested. I don't want to know about it. I don't do sports. I'm an adult. I go to work. I don't actually do much activity outside of, you know, my day to day life like that. So for you guys this is still interesting it's very interesting because it's cultural cricket is is a is a huge part of british culture and to not know anything about that sport will leave you guessing in some conversations will leave you unaware of some background knowledge and pop culture in england wouldn't you say yeah, I, I say it's not important to know everything there is to know about cricket. You don't need to know the rules. You just need to know that it's there and it is an important part of cricket, of, of, of British culture. And it has influenced our culture massively and the other countries that the British, um, the British Empire had as a part of its empire. 
So it is good to know that and to know the language that has come from the sport because it has influenced the British British English so much. So in this lesson, you're going to learn loads of expressions that actually come from cricket and that we use in our day-to-day um, English speech. So you're really going to benefit from this podcast episode. Absolutely, yeah. And I've just noticed that coming to Australia, it's the same sport, but it's it's a different culture. And I'm noticing mm. significant differences towards the sport. Um, okay. And I, I do wish I, I knew a little bit about their side of it because it would allow me to have more conversations with Aussies. I'd be able to, um, yeah, feel more comfortable in their, in their environment. Oh, that's cool. So you've met some, um, you've met some cricket players in, or cricket fans in, in Australia? Cricket is, um, I would say it's, it's actually bigger here. It's, it's more mm. widespread. In, in England, I think cricket is based around people who consider themselves to be middle class in England. Mm. Yeah. And then other classes and other uh, people from different interests or different backgrounds sort of sign off on it. Sign off meaning aren't interested. They don't, they don't care too much about it. But in Australia, it seems like everyone talks about it and everyone who, and, and ju- the people who don't play it still, still talk about it. And it's still really popular. It's actually cooler. It's like cool to play cricket here. In England, I don't think it's cool to play cricket. It's not. And it's not cool to talk about cricket. You don't, no, no. You don't see a big group of guys sitting in the pub talking about cricket. Um, at least not young guys. I would say maybe if you're like over 40, you might you might engage in conversations about cricket um, and take an interest in it. But it's not really something that young people are into, is it, here in the UK? No, really not. And yeah, in, in a, a pub in Australia, you would definitely hear people talking about cricket. And mm. uh, yeah, it's an interesting, interesting. one. Yeah, yeah, that is. Yeah, here the young people are going to be talking about about football, aren't they? That's that's what people talk about here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, crazy and about we'll do, football. We'll do an episode on football, but we might need we to will. bring someone in. <laughs> I think we yeah we'll have to get a real man in for that one. <laughs> but anyway, let's let's try and talk about cricket. Um, so if you've never heard of cricket, you don't know what it is. Um, maybe you've seen some pictures of. Um, some old English men standing around in a field holding a bat, wearing white clothing. They are playing cricket. And it's a, it's a sport which is kind of similar to baseball. Would you say so, Charlie? It's a, a batting sport. Um, someone throws a ball, in a, put in a very simple way, someone throws a ball at a kind of target, which we call the wicket. And then someone holding a bat... This person holding the bat is called the batsman and he will hit the ball and then he will run back and forth and um, score points for his team. Would you say that's a very nice simplified version of the game, Charlie? That is, yes, yes. Did you take time revising that or is that just uh, your own attempt here and now? Just Yeah, I just did that on the spur of the moment, on the spur of the moment, so spontaneously spontaneously yes on the spur of the moment i'm that good i'm that good 
Yeah, that was good. Yeah, so you've got the bowler, the batsman, and then um, a couple of other key players. Uh, I'm a bit biased because during my childhood, I was bent down, uh, squatting down for the majority of a cricket game uh, behind the batsman. What uh, oh, what no. position would that be, Harry? Ah, so you're the wiki keeper. Wicket, wicket keeper. Wicket keeper, yes. I was or the, the wiki. Could you just call him the wiki? The wiki. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm a wiki. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, why was that an unfortunate place to be? It wasn't an unfortunate place to be. Oh. No. Okay. No, that's where I spent most of my, ch- my childhood, bent down Look- behind the batsman. Looking at the batsman's ass. Well, more like his thigh, because it's side on. <laughs> okay. Did he have good thighs? Um, unfortunately, you couldn't really tell because of the, the pads. So you've probably, if you've never seen, we're going to assume that you've never seen a, a, a match uh, um, mm. of cricket. So the batsman is padded from pretty much head to toe, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, because the ball's really hard. You mm. don't want to get that in the ghoulies. <laughs> Very good. And the ghoulies are the uh, male genitalia. Yeah, so you don't want to be hit in the ghoulies with the cricket ball. And uh, that's why you wear a box. A box. Ah, you put that okay. in front of your ghoulies. And I remember when I was young, I was playing with some girls as well. And uh, I was like, oh, you don't need to wear a box. And then the coach was like, no, they do. They do need to wear a box. So it's important to protect both genders, genitalia. It's not a sexist game. No, no. And if you said to the girls, hey, um, you're not getting a box because you don't have, you know, male genitalia, they might respond to that and say, hey, that's not cricket. (laughs) <laughs> might they <laughs> remember that this episode just like every single other episode on this show comes with a free worksheet where you get to see some of the best native expressions that come up in this very episode along with definitions made for you a non-native learner I've even designed it so that you can play the podcast episode on the same page as the free worksheet. It's super user-friendly, so head over to thebritishenglishpodcast.com right now and check out the free podcast worksheets or simply click on the link that says free podcast worksheets in the show notes of this episode. And that <laughs> yeah. is our first idiom of the day, isn't it? It is, yeah. Take it away, Harry. Um, be cricket, right? Yeah, to be cricket. Uh, often used in the negative, and it's, it means to, to play fair. And if we use it in the negative, it means you're not playing fair. So saying to the girls, hey, you can't have a box. You, your genitalia is not or are not worth protecting. Um, that would not be cricket. So you can say, that is not cricket. Hey, don't do that. That's not cricket. That is not playing fair. Um, this is a, a phrase that... I can imagine like our parents maybe using. I can especially imagine Charlie's dad maybe using it. Um, but I, you don't hear it much nowadays. So there are other idioms coming along which are more modern. But it's mm. still interesting to hear these old ones, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, both kids are going to have a, a box and they'll have 
pads on their shins and they they kind of go above their knees and then you've got a helmet as well which is a new age thing Uh, okay oh i wonder when they started wearing helmets i think when they started realizing that you can get brain damage from a cricket ball (laughs) surely they they found that out quite soon like quite early on yeah but you know how it must have been like you know they, they to compare it to going to war or something like that, it was probably I mean, fine. It's similar. It's it's kind of similar. I mean, the a ball is probably almost Harry, as hard as a do bullet. Do you understand what war is? <laughs> but I mean, it's. I mean, they throw that ball very hard, and sometimes it it bounces quite high, and it could hit them in the head. You'd think oh, that you know they this so this game started in England in the early 18th century according to my my reading and um i reckon very soon after that someone must have got hit in the head with a ball and they must have thought that is bloody hard he's he's dead um and they (laughs) they must have started wearing helmets i mean that's crazy not to wear a helmet isn't it it's insane it's so hard you can't squeeze it it's the hardest ball you've ever felt (laughs) yeah it's actually harder than a baseball right Okay, yeah. right. So but, it's different from baseball in that sense as well. Yeah, but um, yeah, similar, similar. They have a, a backstop instead of the wiki. But yeah, you're right, you're right. They, they should have learned fairly quickly. But I, I think um, it was, it was a, an age where they didn't care too much about health and safety. We've, yeah. we've grown up in a world where health and safety has gone crazy, I think. It's true. We, we live in a, a nanny well, in, in Australia, they say we live in a nanny state. A nanny state. A nanny okay. state. Yeah, the government in the state are very controlling and they, they make sure that you are very aware of your health and safety. Mm. Okay, like you're just too aware of it. They're living too carefully. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting sport. Did you, did you play it much in school? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was really popular in my school. Um, It was almost um, as big as football for us. But uh, I think that probably says something about my school. Yes, it does. Yeah. And so it's known as a gentleman's sport uh, cricket. So it tends to be played by like the the upper classes. And it's it's a weird sport because normally when you play a sport, it, it takes place over a couple of hours or yeah, if it's football, an hour and a half rugby's around that as well but but cricket's different it can be played over a number of days which is mad so whenever I go to watch cricket I think when is it going to end <laughs> and like some cricket games go on for like four days don't they yeah and and you know what they can end up as a draw oh my god how boring that's, that how is boring so is that? boring isn't it it's crazy but recently they've responded to that and they've created a quick version called 2020 and i don't want to get into it too much okay it means that there's just 20 overs and an over is six bowls six bowls and a bowl is when you throw the ball at the wicket to try to get the batsman out yes yes okay great or from my standing it's uh six attempts to catch the ball ah okay (laughs) after it's been hit or it's grazed the bat of the batsman. 
Oh, yeah, that would be the best. If it's grazed the bat of the batsman, oh, pressure's yeah. on for me. That's a good one. That, yeah. Were you a good wicket keeper? I was regional, so. <laughs> you were representing a regional uh, cricket squad. I was, yeah. I was um, spotted in year seven. So I was you were 13. And then I was given the chance to play for West Surrey, which is West Surrey is the county that I live in. I didn't get any higher than that, but I felt like oh, I am very cool. My cool. God, I bet you were so happy when you saw that I decided this, you know, cricket was the, the, the subject of today's talk. I was over the moon. Yeah, I really was. <laughs> it's your chance to shine. <laughs> but I must confess, I did feel out of my depth in this um, pool of talent. Um, there were a couple of other wicket keepers in the squad and they were way better than me. And I was actually a really bad batsman. I was very, very bad, actually. <laughs> yeah, uh... I, I just kind of clung on to the fact that I was selected for that team, but I never really performed very well. I think most of my school friends, they even knew that I, I didn't deserve to be playing for this regional team. <laughs> okay okay but yeah. but you were a good wicket keeper that's why you were there yeah so. and when you when you play cricket for a different team you get a cap of their colors ah. a bit like the football kit you get a cap because everyone wears whites so you don't get a different uniform in in traditional cricket okay. so you get a cap a hat okay baseball cap kind of thing and i used to have this red west surrey cap and i used to show up to my school and I'd be wearing that, and they'd be like, you wanker. <laughs> oh, my God. And that was cool, because you were, like, playing for a regional team. Did, did you get a mm. lot of female attention for being, you know, <laughs> the uh, regional wicketkeeper for Re see, West See, if, if I was in Australia, maybe I would. But mm. in England, it doesn't score you many points with the ladies. No, it doesn't. It, no. I can't. I imagine in my school you would have been bullied for wearing that hat. <laughs> well, I wasn't far off being bullied in my school, <laughs> and this was a school that <laughs> respected cricket. <laughs> yeah, we won't. We won't go into um, the nicknames that Charlie had as a kid. I think that can be a whole different episode, all about that. Um, but to be spotted, Charlie, what does that mean? To be spotted. Uh, to be language. seen by potentially in this case um someone who wants to collect some good people some talented people yeah yes. but you could be spotted as a celebrity um by paparazzi or by the public mm. um and i remember our, our my favorite day in my life was when we got spotted in brighton for our youtube channel oh, that, was amazing. that was that was maybe my favorite day of my life best day ever that was amazing yes yeah yeah we were spotted in a in a restaurant by two people by two people can you believe it that was yeah. amazing um and you felt out of depth as well that's really good out of depth depth that's when you you feel uncomfortable um in a situation because you think you're not good enough i guess yes yeah i think I, I say out of my depth. Ah, uh, sorry. Did you, I say out of yeah. depth? Out of yeah. my depth, yes. Sorry. But you wrote 
out of my depth yeah. yeah so out of my depth or are you like if someone goes to a new job you could maybe ask do you feel out of your own depth could you say that out of your own out depth of, out of your depth out of your depth just out of your depth yeah 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 and i guess it would come from like swimming right like if you're in really deep waters it's you know, mm. it can be uncomfortable and difficult to swim so you are out of your depth because you can't swim properly you're struggling in the company you can't you know you can't get by because it's so hard everyone's so good well you're not good enough um so yeah. anyway it's it's considered a, a gentleman's sport charlie is a gentleman there's no doubt about that he's a middle class man um and as it it was made as a gentleman's sport it was played by these upper classes from society um and it's not a very physically demanding um, sport, I don't think, anyway. Like, I've watched cricket a few times, and it's one of the few sports where the players are often overweight. And it's just, <laughs> it's, not, it's not a problem that they're overweight. You know, they don't have to be exceptionally fast. Um, you know, they can still be quite competent, even when they're, you know... Yeah, if there are a few extra, a few pounds overweight, it's not a problem. Exactly. Yeah, a few pounds overweight. That's nice. A few pounds overweight. A polite way of saying that you're slightly fat. Yes. Yes. But I have actually seen some cricket players who are <laughs> they're huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't you're matter. You're right. You're right. But I think um it might be because you know, the the upper class, back in the day, they were the ones that were able to eat whatever they wanted. They yeah. would stuff their faces and then go play a bit of cricket mm. and then get back to the beer. They would, yeah. And the beer, that goes, that goes kind of hand in hand with beer drinking, doesn't it? That's quite a thing. If you, if you go and watch the cricket, um, like my friend William... He's very middle class as well, wouldn't they? Like William, uh, he goes to the beer and he, he goes to the cricket uh, with a crate of beer, and they sit in the audience drinking, drinking lots of cans, uh, and I think that goes well with with the cricket. Just sitting around all day drinking beer, preferably in the sun, maybe in the rain. Yeah, yeah, that's well that's the it. thing in England. It's um, often uh, difficult to find four days four days back to back where the sun is shining so you might get a ticket to go and see a game of um australia versus england and um one of those days will probably be rained off ah to be rained off very good so they you can't play because it's raining to be mm. rained off so our game was rained off did you have many games that were rained off back uh, back in your cricket days i did yeah and it was it was you could just say it was simple, like if it was raining, then you'd cancel it. But people would take it really seriously and they they would look at the, the wicket. Um, so the, the wicket... Can you, can you describe the wicket? What is the wicket? Because we said that word quite a lot. What is a wicket? The wicket is the 22-yard strip. 22 yards is like 24 metres. And it's the area that you throw the ball down between the batsman and the bowler and it bounces so it's got to be really really smooth but it's it's traditionally made of grass so the groundsman has a difficult job 
to prepare this wicket over the season because it gets a battering through the cricket season. Battering, like a, a damage. It gets a lot of damage based on the activity on it. And then it's got to repair over the off season. And then, yeah, when the rain comes, people get all like scientific. They say, oh, yeah, it's going to be tricky out there. It's going to be slippery. The, 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 the ball is going to come faster and lower. You've got to watch yourself. Oh. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I bet that was a, a big thing. So you were all watching, watching the clouds and hoping for some good weather. Yes. Tr- yeah, most, most of the time. When I was at West Surrey, I was, I was sometimes wanting the rain to sort of hide my inability to keep up with them. So, oh, no, it's cancelled. See, see you next week. Do I get another hat? (laughs) (laughs) And we will leave it there for today's podcast episode. But if you want this conversation to continue, we do have part two and part three waiting for you on my website. So go over to thebritishenglishpodcast.com to get about 30 to 40 more minutes of listening practice in which we go over some more excellent language that has come from the sport that is cricket. And as I said before, I have videos explaining all of the language in this episode, pronunciation practice, a glossary of all intermediate to advanced vocabulary, and quizzes to help you truly retain the information and get more active with the language. And that again is over at thebritishenglishpodcast.com. But there we go, episode seven complete, and we are now one episode away from completing season one. I look forward to doing so with you in episode eight and I hope you have enjoyed this experience so far. And if you have, I'm going to suggest that you rate the podcast and leave a review as it helps others know whether it's worth listening to. And uh, hey, with your help, we might be back for a second season. Come on, let's do it. Let's go for another season, shall we? So get rating and reviewing and check out my website, thebritishenglishpodcast.com. Until next time, have a wonderful day. Stay active with your English and bye for now. Bye.